Okay, okay, okay. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Brunch Brothers Podcast. I'm sat here with a very dear friend of mine, um, someone who I love very dearly, and uh, I thought it would be only correct to start uh, our, our podcast, ser- post- podcast series with this young man. We have Malcolm Attenborough, young actor, um, extremely talented young man, also happens to be handsome, so double whammy right there. Um, Thank you for being here. No problem, man. Thank you for having me on. We are sat outside at one of our favorite spots. I think this is our, our, our second favorite shared spot. And not second favorite because it's like any less than the other, but because this is just the second place that yeah. we hang out and we find a great deal of peace. Absolutely. We are out in a park in London. And we're outside, you may hear the trees, you may hear traffic, you may hear all sorts of stuff, but yes, it's all about just doing things organically um, and where it makes the most sense. So thank you again for being here, first episode. Um, And we are going to be talking about being broke and broken. So first things first, I mean, you know me and and you have an idea what I'm on about, but what do you think I'm talking about when I say broke and broken? Um, from the title alone, I, I guess it's someone who, uh, their worth is dictated by how much they have, mm. and I guess once they don't have that, I don't know, you, you, your life's in disarray, you know, I mean, it's, it's very easy to, mm. um, be in such situations where you obviously don't have money, and it's like, okay, like, you can't really do you can't really do anything and then it, it really does affect your um, mental well-being mm. um, yeah that's that's rough idea what I get from that because I've been I've been there myself mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's real for me for sure okay cool so I, I decided to call this episode broke and broken because um, broke and broken is where brunch brothers came from uh, you know, um, a lot of the people who know me personally know that um, a few years ago I was living a very different kind of lifestyle. Um, I was traveling a lot and I was doing all kinds of really cool stuff, working with loads of young people. And, and even in my spare time, like my private life was pretty fun as well. Um, I got to do lots of really cool stuff. <clears throat> but then, just like my life circumstances as a whole changed, like in the blink of an eye, it was almost like, not even almost, it was the biggest shock. The, the, the biggest change I've experienced in my entire life so I'm going to go into that and explain in more depth exactly what I mean by broke and broken great so um, <laughs> the, the, the whole point of Brunch Brothers you know is to be able to create a space where men can get together and, and talk about things and actually address their emotions um, and we started off the project in September 2017, and it was really it was really successful from the jump. You know, a lot of people were very very um, they connected to it immediately, and they really felt freed. They felt the warmth of the project, and it just made sense to kind of bring the conversation to a wider audience and put it into a podcast. So I'm now going to practice what I what I preach. You know, by addressing you know the emotional side of so let's start with broke okay I follow my intuition and my intuition told me this work that you're doing right now it's great but you're gonna stunt your growth if you stay there so I had to quit 
and I was I was making all right. It wasn't like tons and tons of money, but it was anything from like six hundred pounds to a thousand pounds a week, and I was able to do things that I wanted to do. Like it was it was it was um, it was good. You know, I was I was making a little bit of money, and then I had to stop that. And then like my life started to crumble around me. Um, the relationship I was in at the time started to just fall apart, and that was was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. It's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> and just just for all the listeners out there, another reason why Malcolm is here is because Malcolm was there through all of it. I was indeed. <laughs> <laughs> he was there through all of it and so you know perhaps maybe you might be able to share a perspective that I, I may not have seen anyway so I was in a relationship at the time and, and you know there was a lot of concern and worry about my finances and oh you know what are you, what are you going to do etc and I said you know the plan is written and it's going to unfold and it's going to be fine and I think I was the only person in the whole equation who wasn't panicking um and then when that relationship began to, to deteriorate, my two of my closest friendships, like lightning from the sky, just deteriorated into nothing. Into nothing. And because of the type of person I am, I was very much invested in those friendships. I was very much invested in those relationships. I was invested in my relationship with my with my ex-girlfriend, you know. And to me, I was thinking about life with those people in my life. Unfortunately, um, or fortunately, actually, they're no longer around. But that left me high and dry, man. It left me broke up, broken, broken. You know, you were there when I had a, a number of breakdowns, yeah, yeah. and I and I was still trying to do business as usual. In between meetings, <laughs> I was in tears, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally like breaking down, and I'm like, "This better be good." I remember when this is over. This better be worth it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I um, forget, yeah. I and actually, like I thought to myself, you know what? Like, I need to turn this into something but I was really really confused and and definitely broken up about it like really 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 severely broken and it did affect a lot of things it affected my work it affected how things were going but I still had to push nonetheless however about a year ago I decided to take a break I decided okay cool and that was it was a forced break because it was like because my circumstances were so bad you know no girlfriends no more best friends um trying to build this business um Staying on track with what I know is right, but it doesn't look right because I'm broke. Okay, broke, broke, like no money. Um, I imagine because we wasn't talking for a while, so maybe that. So may I oh, I missed you terribly. Yeah. I missed you terribly. My situation affected our relationship, mm. and I hated that. But it's like I had to, <laughs> I had to think about my mind and keeping my mind together because at the same time, like work is happening and. That's like my promise of sustainability. I have to try and do what's best in that in that moment. And it was really difficult to juggle to juggle everything. It was really hard. And so emotionally, that really, really it rocked me. A lot of people who I tell, they're like, "Oh my God, I would have never known. I couldn't tell, etc." But for real, like it really, really, really rocked me. Like it rocked me. It changed my life. 
so about a year ago when I when I took this break again it was like a thing where it's like I was getting exhausted and mentally physically everything I was getting exhausted and I was really going through it and I took this break I went on a retreat with my mentor and 20 other men to, to this place and the voice inside inside my spirit was just like you need to go to this thing and you need to spend the time there and you need to see what's happening and see how it's done my mentor is a very gracious gracious person you've met him mm -hmm. Um, and a few of my friends have met him before. Lord Michael Hastings, shout out to you, sir. Yes, man. Amazing, amazing man. Hastings, man. Yep, <laughs> that man has got the grace of an angel. And just to see how he deals with life and people and deals with responsibility and de deals with, um, you know, the powers that are vested within him, you know, it, it, it's, it's something that really is inspiring yeah. so I went on this trip and I in, and you know I'm used to being the guy with the wisdom and sharing all these wonderful life lessons and all this kind of stuff but I went there and, and I had and I knew that I had to go there prepared to be a student and I had to go there prepared to just watch and observe and listen and for me to sit at that table at every meal and this is where the brunch thing came from to sit around that table at every meal and to listen to these incredible stories and to hear the darkness that some of these men had been through. Shout out to Tom Mucci, he was there. Um, for those of you who don't know Tom Mucci, he, uh, he's an amazing actor who started off his career on Instagram, absolutely blue, and then he had, to he had to shift his life and change everything up and he had to have his own mental and emotional reckonings and dealing with personal loss in his family, you know, and just kind of, he had to deal with a lot now he's got his own show on bbc2 um called Famalam, and he's done such a great job so i remember listening to his story and just thinking wow you know you know and it wasn't just him you know another young man called ben who ben had to fight a, 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 a like a serious disease i don't want to say what it was because i don't want to get it wrong you know and then another gentleman who was there who served time in prison for something um, I don't remember if he did it or not but he went to jail for a long time but before he went to jail he had to fight cancer so can you imagine you're in the middle of a trial right and then you get diagnosed with cancer so now you're it's either like am I gonna die am I gonna live am I gonna go to jail am I not like am I gonna be gone for a long time but to see his life what it is now <laughs> it's mad it's the transformation was crazy so I was very fortunate to sit at that table with those men and I knew from beforehand I knew that I have to go and I have to go with the mindset of learning and to accept and to 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 be taught and to just watch with humility so I did I come back to London and I'm like okay I'm gonna do Brush Brothers and I acted very quickly on it I think I know that man over there I think I know that man over there <laughs> And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very interesting. It was something interesting to learn. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a, we have a surprise guest. What's going yeah. on, brother? Hey, James, bro. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm good to see you, Lizzie. You okay? Yes, I'm I was, well, I was literally talking about the retreat that we went on last oh, summer. Really? Literally, like, I'm doing a podcast wow. right now. Wow, 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 and uh, wow, wow. yes, guys, okay, so this is Malcolm. And this yes. is Saeed. Nice to meet you, man. Yes. This is one of our yeah. brothers. This is from the, from the Lord's Circle. Okay. Yes. yes, yes so yes, good yes. to see. We were, literally, we were literally on that, on that right now. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Divine appointment. Divine appointment, of course. What are you, what are you doing here? I'm just undergoing a, Safeguarding course. Oh, that place yeah, over there? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, um, great. Been there since about nine.
Okay, great. Great, here we go. And we're back. Um, when, when, I, when I think about like what the last 18 months has been like, and I think about where we are now, I just think to myself, okay, this is, like, this is really, really important. So um, for the listeners, I want you guys to know that we're, we're doing a lot of different things to try and build this project up. So first things first, um, I've written a six-week syllabus for schools and we have been taken on by one school so far and we're going to be building some more it costs a lot of money so we're going to be doing lots of different like fundraising initiatives um we're going to be selling some merchandise some really cool hats some t-shirts um when the weather starts to get cold again we've got like, some nice jumpers and hoodies that we're gonna yeah <laughs> that we're gonna have available you know some brunch brothers stuff gonna have some aprons down the line as well um i've got a i've got a comedy show happening at the end of september the lineup is looking amazing um i'm not gonna tell you guys yet because i just want to make sure that everything is just like solid and boom but the, the, the lineup is, is great. It's hilarious. It's all in the name of Brunch Brothers. And it's just so we can create um, emotional sustainability, you know, for boys and young men. And I just think it's really, really important. Um, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be continuing to build this thing out of that horrible dark space. Yeah. Now, some people would argue that, oh, perhaps maybe I should be grateful to the, to the people who kind of spearheaded my pain. I disagree with that. What do you think? Well, that's, that's, that's a statement. Because you know, some people say like, "Oh, you know, I'm grateful um, that this person did this because actually I learned how to do this and whatever." But my 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 stance is, I believe that you can learn really valuable life lessons without without screwing someone over. That's that's also true. That's also true. I think I think it's the ones where it's like. Um, it's the classic thing of just finding a positive and a negative mm. in the negatives. So, mm-hmm. um, and as you said, you did learn a lot of things. It's sad that mm. like it had to be that because um, it was very unfortunate. And man. you saw the closeness I had. Yeah, exactly. I, I shared with those people. Yeah, exactly. Like all the people. And that's, and that's even before me and you became close as well. Right. So right. even from an, an outside perspective, I saw just how close you were. Mm-hmm. So. It was just really sad to see the complete annihilation of what was such a um, what appeared to be. Yeah, because clearly, if it was that great, it's, it, it would still exist today. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I would say, obviously, I I, 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 I want to go as far as saying, I don't know, it's it's, it's one, one of those things where you got to watch what you're saying. But I want to go as far as saying, okay, it was good that that had to happen. But it was like, all right, it's peak. It happened, but it's like, okay, you've learned stuff from it mm. you know it, it shouldn't have happened to you like that shouldn't happen to anyone really mm-hmm. it's not great to have the people who you love and care about drop you you know um but from that it's like okay cool like you know i guess life's a journey and you, and you learn things and anyway um i'm even saying that about my own life as well mm. you know, i've had a lot of things happen to me and it's like it's unfortunate that it's happened, but it's like, okay, I can't do anything about it other than, okay, what I do from now. Like, mm. really in life, I mean, you can't really control anything but how you react to things, mm. you know? Mm. And I think that's also the key. Um, 
and just being honest with yourself about what you're going through and not trying to put up this facade that you know that everything's fine when it's not it's okay mm. to not be okay you know what I mean and I think that's something that a lot of people um, especially guys as well don't realise mm-hmm. I don't want to talk too generally but mm-hmm. it's it's an issue mm-hmm. it is an issue um, so yeah it's 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 a, it's a lesson in itself but obviously not one that was not one you wanted to happen but no. you know you've, you've, you've come a, a long way from obviously just still learning that uh-huh. but you've come a long way from that dark time mm. and, and oh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. very grateful for it I'm very grateful oh that, my god you know, that oh you're my god. here right now and you're able to look back and talk about it without without being angry exactly exactly and you know yeah and even, even when you were talking about it as well you wasn't Obviously, you come from a place of hurt, but you were never like saying things out of spite. You were never like it, it, it just never came across in such a harsh way. Mm. Even though you were you were wronged, mm. but even still, like I just admired the way you, you took it because you were never like, oh, you know, he's this or she's that, and you know, it never came across that way. So mm. it's, it's mm. good that you're able to talk about it now as well. Yeah, for such composure. So I, I, I had a thought today and I thought it would be really really good to, to have you you know share with the listeners on this because when we met <laughs> when you and I met yeah. um, and I told you the story several times I was like nope I don't want him near me I don't want him near me because I, I, I have this thing where I just like I know when someone is going to be in my life, and I know that they're you know supposed to be close, and and actually what 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 happened to me eighteen months ago was one of the things that I wanted to avoid when I met you, because I was like, no, I'm not going to give my heart to another person, another young person, and help them out, and da 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 da, and because at the time, you know, while that other situation was fine, there was a previous situation, you know, where someone I had worked with and helped and done all this really cool stuff with them for became very prosperous in life and then they disappeared off the face of the earth and just like completely shut me out and so because of that hurt I was when I met you I was like no I don't I don't want this I don't want I don't want this guy near me because I can tell I can he radiates wonder wonderful stuff and he's he's clearly talented and all these things and I, but I was like no I don't want him near me because I was like he'll get close to me and then I'm gonna love him and then he's gonna get rich and famous and he's gonna <laughs> go off <laughs> right yeah. so just quick update before before I bring this up uh, so that person has since come back and said they were sorry and I was it was actually very easy to forgive them really? yeah I was so mm. pissed off though like mm. I was so upset but mm. you know they really really oof. oh my god Mandam I know you know about this loyalty issue man I know you know about this situation you know sometimes it cuts you so so, so just know that like, I'm I'm laying it on, on the line here I'm really laying <laughs> the truth but it's now Malcolm's turn to get vulnerable so when we met I was like, I'm not trying to have this guy around me, right? And then eventually when we actually engaged in like a conversation that was outside of the work we were doing, for those of you who don't know, Malcolm stars as one of the actors, as one of the characters in New School Life, which is uh, my web series, which shows on the world of comedy, really, really popular show. And, you know, it's done really well over the last couple of years. Um, and so that's how I know Malcolm. So I met you. We had two rehearsals. Um, we didn't speak in between. The cast members did not have my phone number. That's how I roll anyway. You know that. Of course. Um, 
And then the day that we exchanged phone numbers outside Liverpool Street Station. <laughs> Do you want to tell them what happened? Um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously we got to the station and um, you just, you, you have your thing, man. But you just like, you can just read someone. And you literally just stopped me and, and you just broke down like everything about me and you, you just laying it. And it was, it was things that, I don't know, I think I thought about myself, but I guess I wasn't honest about. So when it's someone else that I've not really met before mm. and it's telling me these things, it's like, rah. And then... Um, and do you want to just like tell them the, the, what the, the one thing that I pointed out? Um, and you were like, so sh you were shocked. You said, you said a lot that day, man. Mm. You said a lot that evening, but I remember obviously... Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, it was, it was something, but I remember I was, I was going home and then I texted you that evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. was like, bro, like, I, I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't get out what, like, what you said, like, out of my head. Like, it's really like, yeah. Yeah, you really accurately read me. Yeah. And um, it was the temper. That was it. That was it. And the thing it, is, it, I hadn't even shown anything as well. Yeah, you, like, I've, even to this day, I've never seen you lose your that's, temper. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what. Um, really shocked me um, that, you, that you were able to actually see that from me so when I when I got home I remember texting you about that and um, I think that was that was really the start of of everything because then we started to talk a lot more mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, about things and we just grew up on that, that and you've been a tremendous help as well in, in, in regards to my temper and everything um, because I was going through a difficult time um, still I'm now but back back then it was fresh because I was in the stage of dropping out of uni as well so we were talking about that and um, you know you know how it is having an, an, uh, an African parent uh, when you're trying to drop out of uni yeah. so it's not going to be uh, very peaceful so um, tensions do rise and coupled with my temper problem um, it did become an issue so we spoke about it a lot um and it was really helpful. It was really, I remember you said something as well um, about it, and it was like, um, you were like, use a temper as a gauge. Mm. And it's like, if um, someone's really getting at you and, and, you, and you feel so passionate about something, and getting so upset about it, it means you want it. Mm. So rather than being so um, angry and, and, and lashing out, use that same energy and invest it into what you want to do. It's this gauge that, okay, you still want this. You still um, see this as where you want to be in life, and I'll never forget that as, as well. But it all stemmed from that. I forgot that I said that to you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying it's it's stuff that still resonates with me, and I still feel the same way now. I still feel that the same um, fire as well. But I'm I'm wise enough now to know, okay, I shouldn't let it manifest in a negative, in a physical way. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Invest into what it is that I need to do. So, bro, like, I've I've stuck by your words since. But as I said, it all started from that evening outside Liverpool Street, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> and so, would it be fair to say that like those conversations were the were the start of your own personal emotional intelligence journey? For sure. Um, me personally, I've always grown up as an only child, so you would think I would know myself. Um, but I think, and I'm being honest with myself, I think um, I purposely didn't want to embrace certain um, aspects of my personality and, and I didn't want to see it as an issue. 
So when it was you that pointed it out to me, it was like, okay, cool, I got to start um, having that emotional intelligence. You know what I mean? Because this is a difficult journey and dropping out of union and obviously telling my mum about it um, was, I don't know, I really, the, I would say a very defining point in my life, like a very, there's a turning point. And that's what started off a journey, which I knew, okay, I'm, I'm gonna need to um, know myself. I'm gonna need to think about what I say and what I do. And it's gonna be difficult. And I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna have to embrace what I'm going through, but do it in the right way. Mm. And that's through even just talking to you, for example, mm. um, talking to um, whoever it was that was, or whoever it is that was giving me um, stress mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. a proper positive way you know mm -hmm. um, because it's just so easy to just say forget it all and just go nuts mm. you know what I mean mm. um, so it's, it's, it's been and honestly it's been a journey like on a real um, but you've I, done well though thank you thank you've you. done so so well thank you man and um, I can even give myself a pat on the shoulder as well because I know things could have easily gone askew mm. you know it could have gone the completely the wrong way um, and I don't know what path I would have gone down. Um, so yeah, it, it's 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 very important to to, to have that um, conversation with yourself and um, embrace what you're going through, but also um, address the issues you're going through. But having someone there, even to talk to as well, about mm, it, it's, it's, mm, it's always mm. great. So I always thank you for that. No, it's it's no problem, man. Well, you know, I equally thank you for for being there for me because my God, you know, what it was it was so crazy. And you know what, you being there for me at that at that time when things were getting really like crazy for me, um, it, it humbled me a lot because God knows I was trying to avoid you. <laughs> yeah. You know. And then it's like, not only do I have this person in my life, but not only now is he close to me, not only do I love him so dearly like my actual little brother, but now I'm crumbling and, and, and falling apart in front of him. And there's nothing I can do about it. And he's the only person in that moment at that time who was able, you were the only person in that moment, in that time, who was physically present and able to comfort me when I needed it. And it was, it was very like, it really, really did uh, spark my attention to humility and I've always been someone who praises people as you know but in terms of like actually like acknowledging openly and outwardly and continuously and consistently the effect that other people have on my life was highlighted as a very important thing that I had to do so I say that to you as well so okay let's let's talk about you know the effect that that journey had on you and your friends that you've known for years and years in terms of like like mandem like how was how was it after after you started that journey and you know you started paying attention to your emotions and and it started addressing things that you didn't even know were, were an issue how did that how did that wow that music is loud yes um how did that affect you how did it affect how you related to your friends or how your friends related to you just dynamics talk dynamics what changed what was it like it was because because I could because I could identify what was going on with my own life and obviously my own emotions and everything. When there was someone who um, was going through similar situations, I it was as if it was almost as if 
I was passing what you were saying to me onto them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I've got friends who have been going through a lot of things, mm. but um, I would say some had a lot of pride mm. um, and would refuse to um, admit certain things about themselves. Yeah. And um, the problem that we face exactly, as men, exactly, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, so it was easy enough for me to identify that because you, you can just see it. Mm. Um, and even just being even just being there for someone like it, it, it really changed a lot. Like I, I began to really value having conversations and actually talking to someone because you know, like when you when you know you know your friends, you just, you just talk about trivial stuff. And even if there's an issue, you'll talk about it for a bit, but mm. it's just like, oh, this is what's going on in my life. Mm. But having times where you'd actually like go and really comfort someone mm -hmm. you know um, even when I was going even when I was going going through things I really valued it like my boy um, Abdul he's mm. literally just arrived and this boy mm. like knows everything about my life like even now like mm. this year has been the most difficult year of my life mm. and I've truly valued having someone there mm -hmm. like I've broken down like mm. I've, I've cried and I even said I've, I think I've cried this year more so than I probably cried when I was younger. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, mm. And it's like that, and it's like not being afraid to um, show those emotions, not being afraid to break them, not being afraid to cry and say that I'm not okay. Mm. You know what I mean? And having someone who doesn't judge you in any way mm. um, and is offering of, offering guidance. So, and that's something that we that we're often afraid of being judged for just kind of for exercising, you know, our our humanness. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And feeling bad about it, feeling embarrassed about it, feeling like we're burdening other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's a thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. Thing. I was guilty of that. The amount of times I was like, Marco, I'm so sorry. I would like break down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I remember. I remember. I'm like, I'm so sorry. This yeah, is not yeah. the time. Yeah. When is the time? When is the time? When is the time? Sorry. You know. So yeah. Okay. Wow. That's so crazy though, yeah, yeah. because it's like it's almost like as if. Like all those conversations from before were prepped for, for, for your uh, broken, broken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I'm thankful that we had those conversations before things got very bad for me because, yeah. like, I can at least address what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling myself this year as well that, okay, I'm going through a lot of things, but it's like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm being honest with myself and, and I'm. I'm riding these emotions mm, rather than mm. pretend that I'm okay. I'm actually going through them. And then eventually they take over you, mm -hmm. which is just not. And we've seen that. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. We've seen it in in, in our boys. We've mm -hmm. seen it, you know, in yeah. people that we know, people that we used to know. Yeah. You know, we've seen, you know, the real dangers of harboring yeah. and sort of closeting. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a dear friend who inspired a song. Um, and I don't want to say too much because it really is a, a, a personal, very touchy issue. But I've got a friend who discovered something very brand new about him. Right. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Gentlemen, when I tell you that one of my friends discovered something about himself that he hadn't addressed, and to this day still hasn't openly spoken about this, I only know because we, well, I only know. Let's leave it there. Anyway. It has affected his mental health. My, my friend has changed. My friend has changed. I can't talk to him the same way. 
the way that he operates is, is, is different. Mm. It's different. Of course, you know, honesty's there and we discuss all sorts of things openly, but repression, emotional repression, listeners, it can, it can end your life. And when I say it can end your life, I mean that we have one brain, we have one mind, yeah? And if that brain goes to pot, your heart can still be, and you can still have your physical faculties and all that kind of stuff. But without your mind, without that, you are utterly screwed. And I remember last year going through Broken Broken, my, there were days when I, when, I, when I would cancel meetings and not go to things and whatever. And I always told the truth about why I wasn't coming. And I used to say, and guys, this takes, uh, it, yeah. I felt really bad saying this. I just thought to myself, gosh, it sounds petty. But looking back, I'm really proud of myself for doing this. I would say I would rather stay in my house and keep my mind together rather than be out on road and trying to figure out how to keep my mind together. Because I wasn't thinking about the object, the task at hand. I was thinking about how am I going to not lose my mind? How am I going to go out today and not lose my mind? How? That, that was a real thing. And right now I have a friend who, you know, has done well kind of developing a way of coping with these things. But then there's a great deal of, there's a great deal of honesty that needs to be worked on. So, in a nutshell, man, then what I'm saying is, is like, first of all, conversation is so important because, because you know, to kind of arrive at this almost full circle, if you like, place, especially with you and to have you here, we had planned to sit down together anyway today because we come to this wonderful park in Hoxton and we just sit under the trees and talk and, and just really engage with one another on a mental and an emotional level which i appreciate but it's so funny that we're like we're sat here and we've both been through these these things and and we are in two different stages of of life essentially you're in that weird place the age yeah. that doesn't count yeah it's, it's such an irrelevant age now, honestly man like i don't know what to call it <laughs> exactly are you mid-20s are yeah. you early 20s yeah, i don't know what it is like what's what's going you know what i mean and then and i've just arrived at my third decade mm-hmm. Hold on, no, have I, no, I haven't, no, I've just finished three decades, so zero to ten. No, I've done two decades. Bloody hell, I, I got a Dean Maths, guys, don't judge. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have begun my third decade, right, I'm 30 years old, and so we're in two very different places, um, but I think it's safe to say that the, the, the solution to these problems that we face, these challenges that we experience, are pretty much the same across the board. Yeah. You know. Yeah, ha- sure. That's a good point. Yeah. Having, having, first of all, honest conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. I've had to have some serious discussions with myself that have sometimes broken my heart to say things out loud for the first time. You know how that feels when you say something a, a, a little bit uh, out loud for the first time. You're like, flip. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, number one, be honest with yourself. Absolutely. Um, number two, don't be afraid to speak out, man, because we we all need to speak, you know. And even though I'm very open, it's taken me all this time to just be like, I'm gonna lay myself out there and just say, you know what, here we go. And even to discuss the, the things that we've discussed, you know, in this episode so far, you know. Um, and I really.
really do hope that you guys out there listening are, are going to be inspired by this because man like you're not the only one who feels how you feel please know this yeah. like brothers come and talk to me all the time my dms are popping with brothers who are just going through stuff and it's not always like you know like crazy emotional stuff but it's just sometimes you know it's it, it's things that if they go not discussed if they go like untalked about it'll manifest in a few years time and it's and it's gonna be bad mm-hmm. it's gonna be ugly it's not gonna be nice at all mm-hmm. you know I'll tell you this, um, this young man that I mentor, he's a lovely, lovely young man and, and I, you know, he's, he's currently working with me at Symphony Park and we're doing um, New School Life, we're working in New School Life together and he's working on an internship. He messaged me uh, one morning last week and he, he wanted to just ask for some advice or whatever and I'm very grateful that he's emotionally available for himself because he then said to me, he goes, he goes to me, do you know I had to talk myself out of the darkness when I was 15? I said, my God. Now, this darkness, it could be anything for, for a lot of people. I had my own darkness, okay? And it, that's some messed up, like it's the worst thing. And he's now 17 years old. So for him to be able to say to me, I've had to talk myself out of the darkness. I've had to talk myself out of a dark place, you know? And then to be able to then come and say that to me. See, because some people, according to how society has trained us, will, will hear that and be like, what's he talking about? What does it mean, the darkness? Like, well, come on, man, bro. Let's just, bro, let's play FIFA. Like, shush. You know? And now, just the fact that he said that to me and he expressed that the fear that was then aroused by that darkness was, was that he might not fulfill his dreams. And again, that's another thing that, that brothers are not talking about. I'm not just talking about talking about feelings, but guys are not talking about their dreams out loud because they don't want to look dumb. Mm. True. And by being able to discuss these things openly and being, being able to, to be who you are, both on an emotional, on a mental, on a spiritual level, and then on a professional level, like, you know, you're trying to build your dream. You're trying to do your thing, you know? I say, and you know, feel free to chime in, I say, go forth and do your thing. The ones who fall off were not supposed to be there. The ones who fall off were not supposed to be there. The ones who laughed, definitely, were not supposed to be there. I, I, I found out recently that um, some people that I was close to once upon a time, you know the story, went and asked another friend of mine if I planned my own show. So listeners, I had this enormous concert in, in Box Park in Croydon last year. It was so, so wonderful. We had a great time. Like, we just had a ball, right? And it was really hard work to put it together. Um, but I found out this year that, that someone was asking behind the scenes, you know, if, oh, hey, if I did it by myself. And you know what? Instead of being angry, I was like, no, do you know what? You, you clearly never believed in my capabilities before. Clearly. So... But that happens. That happens. Guys, be prepared in it. Be prepared for that to happen because it's life. It's real. That's what happens. Okay, so um, we could go on and on about this. I, we're going to have you on the show again. Yeah, I'll Another time, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this, is, this, this has been broken, broken. Um, I'm not broken anymore. Still kind of broke. So <laughs> my, pa- my PayPal is <laughs> Caspian Loves <laughs> 
Oh man, let me tell you something, right? Brokenness inspires creativity. Absolutely. I have done some things that people with money cannot even dream Trust of. Me. Hey, okay. I, I right. So don't shun the brokenness. Okay. And and don't shun the brokenness either, because it'll take you places. You know, I've I've had some wonderful wins of my own this year, and without giving away anything, because we can talk about it another time. But you've had some incredible wins this year. In your personal life amazing the stuff that made me t tear up with joy actually uh, yeah. to find out yeah, yeah. shout out to abdul being there and all of that yeah. <laughs> you know um so so i think maybe we can do a broken broken part two yeah man. another time but sure. guys this has been brunch brothers podcast um i hope to see you at brunch one day i hope to see you in a brunch brothers t-shirt or a cap or an apron or whatever i hope to see you guys sat with your friends and just doing the damn thing and just really opening up guys it's a new time it's a new age a new culture we're out here to speak out don't listen to people who who don't appreciate your emotional process okay the reason why some guys are irrational is because they didn't get the chance to find the rationality within their emotional well-being exactly so let's change that stuff let's change that process let's rewrite the rules let's rewrite the books let's do something different we're gonna have sons nephews and we're even gonna teach you know our dads and our uncles and our grandfathers a few lessons here and there so let's you know <laughs> if they'll let us so until next time Dear listeners, um, you know, I look forward to presenting episode two to you, but I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please uh, leave your, your comments at the bottom of this. Share this with your friends. Um, play it to your brothers. Play it to your sons. Play it to your, you know, your dads. Play it anyone who's a male um, and even to the females as well give them give them some insight on like how we think and how Trust we feel yeah, yeah, and all that yeah, kind of stuff I think it's something yeah. they'll appreciate exactly so uh, yes like I said follow us um, on Instagram at at Symphony Park um, at One Promise UK and at Ajani Kingdom Malcolm your Instagram is uh, ml.clm there we go ml.clm so yeah just hit us up guys uh, and, and uh, we don't bite any questions that you might have feel free to come through and I'll be happy to answer them peace and love mm -hmm. good afternoon good evening good morning whatever time of day it is you're, you're listening a blessed day man. yeah blessed day love culture peace and love Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so like I said earlier, um, we're, we're accepting questions from the people who are listeners, but this is the first episode, so technically we don't have listeners yet. However, um, one of my boys who follows me on Instagram, he sent through a question, um, and I'm going to give it my best shot at answering now. So the question asks, how should a man deal with depression? So first of all, that is quite a broad question, but I'm going to give you uh, an answer from my own perspective and, you know, feel free to interact with me uh, via social media, whether you agree or disagree. And I hope that this can actually be helpful to somebody. So first things first, um, like what I was having a discussion with Malcolm earlier, we agreed that first of all, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, and, and being honest with how you feel about everything that's going on around you. Um, the tiniest things, you know, the devil is in the details, it's, it's, and that's a famous saying. It's usually the tiny little things that you don't think are that significant that actually have the greatest effect on you. So, how, how should a man deal with depression? Actually, how anyone should deal with depression is that they, number one, have to be honest with how they're feeling about all the things that are going on around them, first of all. That's number one. Number two, finding somebody... Number two is finding um, somebody who you can confide in. 
and being able to, to be honest with that person. Um, thirdly, I really, really encourage this. Seek help, professional help. There is no shame, brothers. There's no shame in seeking professional help. I, I'll tell you the honest truth myself. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a topic we're going to be touching, a very sensitive topic we're going to be touching on um, in a couple episodes' time. And um, th- because of that topic, is part of the reason why I believe I need therapy. Um, and I urge everybody who has the opportunity to engage in therapy to do it. So, number one, be honest with yourself. Really, really important about every little thing, okay? It might seem petty, it might seem small, but a little goes a long way, and that goes with depression as well. Um, number two, being able to confide in somebody. It's really, really difficult. However, you know, silence is a, is a, is a deadly killer. Deadly, deadly killer, you know. Um, we've recently lost a few brothers to suicide. Um, it is the biggest killer of men under 45, not just in this country, not just in the States, but actually around the world. It's a, it's a grave epidemic. So silence is, is, not, is not a solution. So finding someone that you can confide in, someone you can trust and talk to. And lastly, seek professional help. Um, here in the UK, the NHS is now providing um, mental health care on, 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 on their, as part of their normal kind of like services that they provide. I really do urge it. I myself am seeking therapy. There are some things that I really feel like I need to work on. Um, one of the reasons why I stay happy and I'm cool with my life and all this kind of stuff is because I'm able to be vocal. I have people to confide in and I'm not afraid to seek professional help. Peace and love.